What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. I got a really interesting response to last week's episode about being a poser and specifically talking about the tramp stamps and their excommunication from TikTok. So I really appreciated you guys, you know, listening and supporting and, you know, being willing to hear from the industry side of things what, (laughs) like, the fact that a label plant doesn't exist. So um, that was a really interesting episode. I don't know. I haven't really commented on things that were like that close to home slash you know, I just didn't want it to feel gossipy. I wanted to be like, Hey guys, this is what's actually going on with these girls and with the music industry. And don't trust people on TikTok who don't know what they're talking about. And there's plenty of them. People on TikTok, they, they love to have incorrect information and just spread it like wildfire. It's, it's hilarious to watch, but sometimes very damaging. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about the chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks, now the chicks, and their influence on me as an artist and a person. I grew up on them, and the Fly CD that my sister gave me, I mean, it just changed my life. It was the year 2000, I was six years old, and it was the first time I really remember connecting to music and registering lyrics and what songs meant and taking songs and relating them to my life. And on the Chicks record, there's a song called Cold Day in July. And it reminded me of my grandpa because he passed away in July. And as an adult now, I know that that's not what the song was about. But at the time, that was completely what it felt like to me. And I felt like they were singing right to me, which is the magic of a country song. So I remember just like burning that CD out like I just played it over and over and over again and I'm sure like my 
parents were so tired of hearing it. But actually, my dad is like one of the biggest Chicks fans I've ever met in my life. And he's very into pacifism. And so he, you know, listening to Traveling Soldier about the Vietnam War was really like that song was really important to him and um he didn't have to go he didn't get drafted in vietnam due to the gi bill because um my grandpa was a veteran and it's like if you're the son of a veteran who passed away and it's just you and like your mom like you don't have to be drafted so he was able to get out of that go to college and um he did end up participating in a Greek like demonstration, not quite a war, but a coup. Um, <laughs> my dad is an infinitely interesting person, but <laughs> anyways, he loves the chicks and he always loved that they had something important to say. But when I was listening to fly as a kid, I remember just reading the, the lyric book. Like I, I miss those so much. I know I sound like such a fucking millennial, but like I miss the lyric books and it would come on the inside of a CD and I just read it and read the lyrics over and over again and read the songwriters and then like power up the, um, the AOL when it would be like, like while it was turning on and you know, you couldn't use it when somebody else was on the phone and Googling the songwriters and what other songs they wrote. And that, that was kind of the first time I realized that I wanted to be a songwriter. And that was the year I wrote my first song too. So, God, I mean, this album was just so important to me. And when I look at the track list, it's just, oh, my God, it just takes me back, you know. And I loved Ready to Run. As I got older and listened to that song, it reminded me a lot of, you know, what I wanted to do and how I saw my life going and being ready to run away to Nashville. And Cowboy Take Me Away is just a masterpiece. And Goodbye Earl. I mean, I already talked about Cold Day in July. I'm going down the track list right now. Um, Goodbye Earl was just fucking hilarious. And I remember the music video and I remember on the inside of the lyric sheet, it said, um, while the chicks do not promote murder, <laughs> they do love a good revenge song or something like that. And I thought it was super funny. And Sin Wagon is just, I mean, it's just so epic. So ap- epic. And then Hole in My Head. I mean, God, they're so great. And then there's a Patty Griffin song on there called Let Him Fly. And Patty Griffin wrote Top of the World as well. She's an incredible singer-songwriter. Very like, she's like a songwriter-songwriter, but she's one of my favorite artists. And she actually grew up in my hometown of like population 5,000 people. I've never met her, but I really hope I get to one day. And she was really instrumental in the, the songs on the Chicks record and the songs that made their career. So when the controversy happened in 2003 on the Top of the World tour, when they were overseas in the UK and and spoke out against President Bush, I remember so clearly like what was going on. And and I mean, their, their record home had come out and like my family was just like playing that over and over and over again. My dad loved it. I mean, they really are one of his favorite pants. My dad's two favorite artists at that time were Indigo Girls and The Chicks. And that's like all you need to know about my father. <laughs> it was like Lilith Fair City in our like five disc CD changer thing. God, I miss those. But I remember being acutely aware of it. You know, I was like nine years old at that point And after 9-11 happened as a kid, you just kind of wake up to it. And living in that world was really interesting. I just feel like a lot of kids grew up too fast and had to, you know, be aware of, of what a weapon of mass destruction was. And we were talking about it in school and they're trying to explain to kids what happened. And so, you know, you, you 
you grow up pretty fast when you're growing up after an event like that. So by the time I was nine, I definitely had a grasp on what was going on and what they were saying when they said, um, when Natalie Maine said she was ashamed to be from the state of Texas. And it's so interesting because like that would not be that big of a deal now. It just wouldn't. It just literally wouldn't. Like I've probably said edgier things on Twitter, but at that time, like post nine eleven, there was this you know, big wave of patriotism. And I, that was amazing in our country uniting, but there's a fine line between patriotism and Jingoism. Jingoism is extreme patriotism, especially in the form of aggressive or warlike foreign policy. So, you know, um, it, it, Jingoism is, is a, just a stopover on the way to racist town. So it's like toxic patriotism. I think that's probably the best way to put it. So anything they said against the U.S. at that point just was going to be so blown out of proportion. But I think they already were kind of controversial artists because of songs like Traveling Soldier, because of songs like Sin Wagon, um, both like owning their sexuality and speaking out against war. And I think we, I mean, it is super possible to completely support the troops and be anti-war and and pray for a world where there is no war. You're not being like not patriotic for doing that. And I think a lot of people misinterpreted that as well. So I think when there was a chance to jump on the chicks, people took it. And I remember like it was like you could bring your your chick CD in and like run it over with a like they'd run it over with a car and like you'd get free shit like from a radio station. Like they were doing things like that. And one of the biggest insults I think they got was um Saddam's Angels what the fuck right and that was addressed on the entertainment weekly cover that they did in 2003 and this shit was iconic it was an exclusive they did it with chris willman who's a journalist i've actually gotten to interview or (laughs) he's gotten to interview me but i basically interviewed him about the chicks because i was like i love that article and he was like okay cool (laughs) and our interview turned into me just asking questions about it but basically they had a they were posed nude and had all of these insults that they'd gotten written all over them. There was like Dixie sluts and, um, traitors. And yeah, it was just really, really interesting and a really cool way to take it on. And I'm sure it just pissed people off more, but at this point who fucking cares, right? You know, I mean, people are already running over their albums with trucks. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And they did a follow-up article to this 10 years later. So this is back in 2013. And they had some really great quotes about it. But they were talking about like how it was really... um, Emily Robinson said it definitely was the most bold thing as a person and as a band we had ever done we're very modest people and the thought of us being naked together was like ew I don't want to be naked with you and uh, then Marty McGuire said our publicist was freaking out and trying to talk us out of it but it had to be all the way like with the Saddam Angels stuff those were real things people were writing to us in emails and posting on the web there were publicists and people at the shoot who were trying to get us to tone that down but we felt like you can't go halfway when you're naked and that is such a great quote that only works in a couple different contexts. Um, this being one of them, but yeah, you, you can't go halfway when you're naked. That certainly doesn't work in other contexts. Okay. Anyways, anyways, I remember my, my dad having that magazine and it was on the coffee table and it wasn't because they were naked. It was because they were so open and, and so brave in, you know, owning what they said because they didn't step down they didn't back down they didn't change their opinions they didn't try to soften it and I think that that's something to be respected and even my mom who was I mean I met George Bush George W. Bush six times as a kid because my mom um, campaigned for him a lot and he was had a summer home in Maine where I was from and so there were just like lots of different opportunities and he was really nice actually I made him a book of facts about Texas, which is hilarious because obviously he probably knew them, but, um, I colored it and I like made it for him and he like got down on one knee and like read the book and, and like talked to me about it and said, Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. And then he put it in his, like, um, his jacket pocket and it was really, really cool. But so politics aside, seems like a really great guy from my experience, but my mom, you know, being super conservative and being a big fan of George Bush, she also was like, well, that's the point of being in America is you have free speech and you can say things like that. And people were just trying to silence them, like legitimately trying to silence them. And radio stations took their music off the air. And, you know, we've seen a similar thing happen with Morgan Wallen. However, that was really, really different and just like not the same thing. But um, yeah, being being silenced and having their opinions be like 
you know, muffled, more than muffled. I mean, it was like they were, the ra- these radio stations, by taking them off the air, it made, I think it was Landslide. Um, yeah, okay, so Landslide was the fastest falling Billboard song of all time. And as soon as this happened, like it just dropped off the chart because all these radio stations stopped playing them and it was just really, really crazy. It was a really wild time, but I think I learned a lot of amazing lessons by watching the chicks. I learned about, you know, being empowered from their songs. I learned about, you know, being brave in your opinions from the whole 2003 controversy. And I kind of learned that I wanted to do music. And I fell in love with Fly, obviously, when I was six years old. But my first concert ever was the Chicks at Madison Square Garden with Michelle Branch opening. And um, that's why I'm here sounding the way I do. But that was in 2003. So that was on the tour that the whole controversy happened. And my dad and I, we took a train down to New York City and stayed at the Penn Station Hotel, which is like this really cool vintage hotel. I'd never been to New York City before. And it was so, so amazing. And I had the like best time and my dad is he's just he's just crazy I love him so much but he snuck us down to the front row and for some reason being a child like nobody suspected me of anything so we like literally got to like go be in the pit which (laughs) is crazy and it was just such a special moment but watching them on stage I remember thinking like I want to play here one day and I was nine years old I was an aggressive kid I mean like I'm an aggressive adult as well but like I would put my mind to something and just make it happen and never doubt for a second that I couldn't. I don't really struggle. I struggle with a lot of different things, but when it comes to my career, I don't struggle with a lot of self-doubt because I just have, you know, seen so many things happen just because I've set my sights on them and worked really hard that I'm like, okay, well, let's do this one next, you know? So playing Madison Square Garden as a result of that, of seeing that show when I was nine years old, like that's one of my biggest my biggest dreams is to play Madison Square Garden, be on SNL, and uh, do a CMT Crossroads with Alanis Morissette. So that's me putting those into the universe, manifesting them. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing this episode because I have something cool coming out this coming Friday. And I'm going to talk more about it on next week's episode, but it's called 3x3. Three three. It's a project I made during quarantine. It was actually supposed to come out a few months ago, but then Amy went viral. So we had to kind of do that and then push this down the push this one down the road a little bit but I did three songs from three of my favorite albums and I'm not gonna tell you what the other two are but the first one was Fly by the Chicks and so I did three of my favorite songs from there and I'm really excited for you guys to hear them I tried to reimagine them as much as I could and I really put them through the lens of open book production but I did it with my guitar player, Eric Mallon, and it was really cool because, you know, we were both off the road. This was like April. I mean, like nobody was doing anything. So it's April 2020, like a year ago. And so we just sat in his like guest bedroom and made this and he's incredible. And I was like, it was weird. <clears throat> I was going through a really weird time when we made it. Like I was just like super depressed because, you know, COVID and quarantine and like I'd actually literally just recovered from COVID too. So it was, a, it was an interesting time, but more about that on next week's episode, but I really hope you guys check out the first um, part of the first installation of 3x3, Three Three, which is coming out this Friday, and uh, if you can't tell, I'm a really huge Dix fan. They're so important to me and, and my, my journey as an artist and as a, as a woman. I've just learned so much from, from looking at them, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Kaylee Shore. I'll see you next week. This is Too Much To Say. Don't go asking questions
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 